Hey everyone, and welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Scouting Report. Have a really fun Wednesday special for you tomorrow. Jesse Ackerman, longtime collegiate and NFL strength and conditioning coach, will be on to talk. Texas, Florida, the 75th Rangers Regiment, as well as the Atlanta Falcons, all stops along the way for him. But we get deeper into his approach and program that he runs. If you love the process of football, this episode is for you. At Right Step ADV on Twitter is where you can head over, leave me thoughts, comments, as well as interact. What went down in Indy? Why is Thursday night football hard to watch? And more. Lots of comments and content there. If you don't have Twitter, head over to rsafootball.com. Send me a note there. We ended last week talking with now-declared edge rusher Brenton Cox Jr., formerly a Florida Gator. Well, we're going to head back to Gainesville to check out offensive tackle Osiris Torrance. So, who is Osiris? First-year player at Florida that took advantage of the transfer portal, followed his head coach and position coach from Louisiana, a class of 2019 signing for the Ragin' Cajuns that chose to stay home in Louisiana ultimately spurning a few similar level offers in addition to the big surprise saying no to the Georgia Bulldogs who were widely viewed as a destination for Osiris through the process. Perhaps it was being home, the immediate playtime, or something else, certainly a big win for his home state team. Once on campus, he was almost an immediate starter, saw time in all 14 games as a true freshman, started 13 of those. The big man continued his ascension in 2020, started all 11 games, earned second team all Sun Belt. Again, 2021, more of the same as he started 12 games, did miss two due to injury. Now what is would be called a true senior in 2022 could have an additional year of eligibility with that COVID year. Uh, that'll come up later. The now Florida Gator has started eight games, did miss one game with an injury. This is a mammoth of a man, has been almost primarily a guard, boasts 47 snaps at right tackle in 2021, but his 851 snaps at left guard and over 2,000 snaps at right guard tell you exactly where he belongs. Still a huge man, about six four and a half, nearly 350 pounds. Weight and you know, kind of that body composition will be a topic of conversation for scouts as they learn. Uh, who and what Osiris is about, a naturally big man, was listed at 342 as a true freshman. So this is a guy that's just always been big. Um, again, we'll talk more and more about that size as we go through this report. Just over 33-inch arms. I think it's a good spot for a guard. Not great, not too short. Again, in probably what you call the fat part of the bell curve. Um, on paper, just looks like a big gap scheme guard, but we will see what the film says. Uh, so let's jump into that film. First, talk about his strengths. Again, size always going to be the first thing that comes up. I've heard it said multiple times. If you miss, miss big and miss long. If you miss small, um, you don't have much. If you miss big, you at least have a big player that you can do something with. So size is going to be a strength for this guy. Large human being that's always going to be large. I would say still a bit overweight. Um, a little bit sloppy in the midsection, probably be a more effective, probably a better player, maybe 10 to 15 pounds lighter. Um, if he's going to stay where he's at around that 350 range, the body composition just has to change a little bit, you know, change it a little bit, not so sloppy, tighten everything up. He is a big wide body pass protector, always going to be able to win with his size, uh, takes up a lot of space, has the traits to always rely on that. 
at this point, he probably relies on it a little bit too much, could probably get it away with it at Louisiana a little bit more, gets exposed a little bit in the SEC competition. Um, but uh, we'll continue to talk about that. And then his other strength, this is still a developing player in my mind. He still looks in a lot of ways like a raw uh, developing player. One of the more exciting things I think about that player is, is, is his high ceiling. Uh, not that Louisiana is a small program, but the resources available to a guy like Osiris is not what it is at Florida and certainly at the NFL level. When you start talking about body composition, weight room development, overall program that gets the best player out of the system. Um, again, I think as long as that character piece is right for him, there's still much more upside with this player and the character piece. Uh, again, he both the head coach, the position coach brought this player along to Florida. That's usually a good sign that, again, he's easy to deal with, um, that they they like him. Um, a head coach and a position coach, especially if they if uh, they thought Osiris was a pain in the butt, they probably wouldn't have brought him along to Florida. So that tells me right there, um, knowing that he's, a, you know, I've heard good things, but the position coach brought him along that says there's probably – uh, reason for optimism with that upside on the flip side again the weaknesses i get to talk about that sloppy body he is a big man visibly lots of extra in the midsection uh just an average athlete on the move that i think would get quicker a little bit more nimble if he you know changed that body composition maybe lost a little bit of weight um, you just want to see the sloppiness cleaned up a little bit you especially notice as you get later in games again some of those fourth quarters early in the season, down in the swamp. Again, you, this player really gets worn down, really, you know, just starts leaning, really starts relying on that size. He must commit to the full process to get all of that right. Again, I think this player will. Um, and then the power. Again, you see a big man like this, that you expect a certain level of power for a gap scheme that's not necessarily there right now. Clearly, this player is not a mover. He's not a zone, outside zone player. So you want some downhill gap scheme power. It may go back to just being in more shape, being a more developed player, more strength. This is not a guy that's going to move defenders on the spot a whole lot right now. He will body up defenders. He does see lanes. He can win in base blocks. But scouts are going to want to see more power at the point to really open up holes. So what do we see on film? Again, a guard through and through, a guy that has played primarily there in his career that I would call just an average athlete overall, but a huge human being with more upside average ability to open his hips and play laterally in the run game, primarily an inside sit and block player. going to base it up inside, going to lock on see a lanes with his size does have sufficient work uh, footwork to maintain angles at the point. He is big enough to stay in position. Again, all goes back to just being a big man that can rely on that size more often than not. Again, at this point, average strength is a downhill gap scheme blocker. Again, you have to get that to at least a sufficient level. Relies on his size to create movement. Ends up a high pad level player. Uh, does not create the movement that you want to see. In the past game, sufficient punch and anchor. That's going to get him knocked back at times. Ultimately, he's able to stay in position. But again, you're talking about a 6-5 frame in the quarterback's lap. That's going to be hard for any quarterback to throw to. At 6'5", 350, you want that player to sit down a little bit earlier, keep that pocket a little bit cleaner. Plays with that tall pad level, does not reset and throw hands away you want inside. Will lock up, will body up rushers on the inside. Again, just really relies on that size. He does well to stay on his feet. 
with balance and body control. Again, his overall game, including that balance and body control, does decline as the game goes on. But you do see the physical shape um, that when it's there, uh, he can stay on his feet at, at a good level and, and you like that. So who are some of my player comparisons? Uh, another massive man, Mike Onwenu, Michigan. We talked about Michael in this podcast before, a big offensive guard, you know, about 360 out of Michigan. Now, Mike had better feet uh, and was a much more polished player coming out of Michigan, a career Michigan player that makes a difference. Obviously, a very good strength program, very good program, period there. Um, better feet, a little bit more polished, both areas that I ultimately see Osiris improving, though, as well. Um, and then my other player comparison is Ben Cleveland. Ben was a third-round pick out of George in the 2021 draft. I know for us, as we were sitting in our scouting room, this was a surprise that he went this high. Um, again, this is a much more polished player. You're talking a massive, massive human being at 6'6", about 370. Ben, a naturally stronger player, part of why the Ravens liked him uh, where they did as a downhill blocker, a guy that can sit, lock up, and really control defenders. Ben has some of the same movement limitations of Osiris now. I don't think Ben's are getting any better where I think Osiris has upside as a little bit of a better mover. Um, and Ben is also a just stouter player at this point, a little bit stronger naturally. So um, you're talking about a third round pick that's just a little bit more polished but and probably a finished product. So where do I ultimately see this player in the NFL? A gap scheme guard that has more upside and needs to prove it. So the first thing I would make the argument for Osiris is you've got another year of eligibility. I would be probably advising this player that another year with Coach Napier, that Florida strength staff, all the resources they have, I think that could move Osiris up probably two rounds if he took advantage of everything, cleaned up the body, took care of everything, go back to Florida for another year. Um, that would be my first recommendation. But because he is still draft eligible this year as a true senior, we will talk about him in the 2023 draft. So if I'm making the case for this guy, I think this is probably a fifth round player based on what I know about him right now, a height and weight upside player that has the size that simply can't be taught or coached. He has played good football, appears to have the traits to eventually be a starting guard in gap scheme offense or a limited movement offense. Um, a fifth round pick you're taking, probably giving him time to develop as a backup, do all those things we talked about in terms of cleaning up the body composition, take those steps to get in better shape. With the new offensive line rules for a team, it also makes sense to keep a guy, even though he's a guard only, around to see how much more ceiling he is there. Uh, of course, that character piece is huge for a player like this, uh, taking him in the fifth round, possibly higher, as again, as I said, if, if he takes those right steps. Again, everything sounds like it's good with this kid would be a big piece in uh, the front office deciding how high to take this player, where to ultimately take this player uh, to, if you want to see where he develops into. So scouts going to be doing a ton of work on that off field piece for this player to ultimately decide how high that player can go. Uh, so Mr. Torrance, you will have the decision to make, have a lot of great football in front of you either way. Finish strong with Coach Napier. Do not be afraid to listen to advice of those around you. Listen to your coaches. Listen to scouts. Listen to uh, any advisors you have um, and make the right decision. I'm sure you will. So that does it for Osiris Torrance. 
Set your reminders now. Tune in tomorrow. Our Wednesday special will dive into strength and conditioning with Jesse Ackerman, a one-time Florida Gator himself, along with being a Texas Longhorn and Atlanta Falcon. A really fun conversation that really gets into uh, some of the you know different parts of strength and conditioning and overall programs there. Thursday, we will be back with Andre Carter, the edge rusher out of Army that has really jumped onto boards this season. I have not had a chance to really watch any Army game this year, so I'm really excited to put his tape on. At RightStepADV on Twitter and find me at RSAFootball.com. Be back tomorrow. So until then, keep scouting.